Hey, Redeem Church Online, welcome to our weekly podcast. My name is Liz Vandergren, and as you can see, I have two co-hosts, new co-hosts with me today. And we have an exciting new series coming up, which we'll, which Brian will tell you more about. But I'd like to introduce you to my co-host. So Brian Dill, um, uh, if you guys remember his face, if you guys know him, of course, from going to church, uh, he did the Drop 5 um, a few weeks ago, which was awesome. And um, he is just an amazing member of our church community, does a lot for us. and so we're just grateful to have him on. He definitely has a heart for all kinds of outreach. And so um, he's going to be my co-host for this new series. And we have Rabbi Brent is with us today. He is an amazing member of our church community. He is a teacher. He's a friend. He has a heart for missions and outreach. And so we have lots to tell you about him today. And so actually he is our co-host, but he's also our guest going to be talking to you about um, our topic today, which is on um, homelessness. So um, Brian, would you go ahead and kick us off and tell us about what this new series is well what we're doing with this new series is giving people opportunities and ways to reach out into the community as god placed us in the center of, of bridgeport and gravelly in the center of lakewood a, a lot of times people don't know where to go what areas to back and this just gives us the opportunity to to highlight people and places and things that we can do to interact and engage with the community to to bring the word of christ everywhere we go yeah, and so we are going to try to do um, a, a monthly podcast um, uh, um, regarding some of the outreach opportunities that we have. So, for example, um, Brent is uh, Rabbi Brent is going to be talking to you today about um, something that he has been doing with many members in, in his community and our community. And we also have another special guest that's going to come on at the end of this um, uh, podcast episode Um going to talk to you about um, homelessness. And um, upcoming, we have a volunteer opportunity. It's called Compassion Connect, and we're going to give more information about that. But we are going to be doing a podcast on what that kind of outreach is. We also would love to bring you information about an amazing outreach, uh, more than an outreach, really. It's CareNet, and you've probably heard of CareNet. So look for that um, podcast episode coming up, too. So uh, Brian knows Brent really well because they go to life group together. We do. We do. So yeah, it's a good group. We have a good, we have a good life group. Meets on Thursdays. So it's a good chance to hang out with some great people. So God has been good there. Amen. <laughs> Brian, tell us something that we don't know about Brent. Well, I mean, there's so much, there's so much stuff that we all do know about him that he, he's very knowledgeable in the Bible. He, uh, he, he takes the word of God very seriously. He's, he's very interactive in, in the Old Testament, um, which is a crucial foundation of everything that we know about Christ and the forecoming of him and, and how he lays the foundation. And like, it's just so instilled into everything that he does. It's so inspirational and it makes, makes you want to just continue to dive into the word just because of how exciting, um, certain people can make the word of God. Yeah. He's an amazing asset to our community. I also have learned that he can sing. He's got an amazing voice. <laughs> And what I've really come to know and fully enjoy is his comedic talent. I does a mean Seinfeld interpretation, which I look forward to every Wednesday, every Wednesday at prayer group, just saying. 
too funny. <laughs> you guys are both funny. All right. Uh, but Brian is really going to lead this interview with Rabbi Brent. And so uh, kick it off. Kick it off, Brian. Tell us who he is or tell, lead, lead the way. All right, Brent. So so who are you? Who, <laughs> where, where do you come from? Like what, what got you into uh, being a rabbi? So when I was in Bible college, I encountered a man who was ethnically Jewish and um, studied with him and uh, just came to the realization that the Hebrew scriptures were really the foundation for everything that we do. And that the writers of the of the uh, apostolic scriptures, the New Testament, were Jewish, and their Bible was the Hebrew scriptures. So, uh, wanted to study Hebrew language through that whole process. Realized I could, you know, live in the Messianic Jewish community and still have, as I do with you guys, fellowship. And so, you know, you guys are fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. And so, um, I enjoy working with you and, and being with you. And so, it's all a good thing. And you know, study Hebrew language. Uh, uh, focus on the Hebrew scriptures because I, I see every time I read the New Testament how the Hebrew scriptures are informing those texts and and really explaining them. So without them, we don't really have the, I think of it as a, think of a jigsaw puzzle that without the box top, you really can't put, mm. you can't put it together. So uh, if you have all the pieces, you can put the corners together in the border, but you really need the box top and the box top for the apostolic scriptures or the New Testament is the Hebrew scriptures, the Old Testament. And now you have a church around yes, here? Yes, we have, or... a, we have a, a congregation that meets at Centerpoint Church on Saturdays, Shabbat, and a uh, good group of people, and God is blessed with that. Um, through that whole process, um, through working with some other churches, I really realized that there's a whole lot of homeless people in the Tacoma area. I mean, a lot. You drive around, you see a lot. Um, another church that I would go to and, and visit, um, they started... Uh, got me into the notion of doing these homeless packets where we could drive around and oftentimes I see people when I'm driving around and I'm thinking, well, I don't want to give them money, but I don't want to ignore them either. So what do I do? And so they uh, put these packets together where you could take them in your car and you could hand them out to somebody. So we put in these packets, um, toiletries, uh, uh, now Liz is going to show you what one of the packets looks like. And it's in a clear plastic bag. We have a, uh, uh, non-perishable food in there, water, um, all kinds of toiletries to include, you know, toothpaste, toothbrush. And we drive around and I put these in my car and we've had to use them here at Redeemed Church. I've handed them out in our own congregation so that people could use those as well. And they're a great way of ministering to people who need food without, you know, just ignoring them. Because we have, like I said, so many um, people in this in this city that live in cars or live on the streets. And so... Um, I think God calls us to help those in need, at least to give them food, clothing, and shelter. So, so that's the essential heart behind it, just to make sure you can do what you can to reach out to the community and the people less fortunate. Sure. Um, also, we have, um, and yeah, I know you're going to, we want to mention this too, that um, every third Sunday, our congregation goes downtown Tacoma to Urban Grace on the corner of Ninth and Market. I was just there today. We uh, we feed about, right now we're feeding about 100 people. Pre-COVID, we were feeding over 200. Now, this coming month, we're going to be able to go back inside and not have to just hand food out on the street. We'll be able to go back inside, and we'll probably be up to a couple hundred people that live on the streets in downtown Tacoma. If you want to help us with that, contact me. Um, I'll give you my contact information a little bit later. 
but it's a great ministry, just really helping those who live on the streets in, in Tacoma. No, no, this is uh, going back to the Jewish tradition of of not uh, trimming the edges of the field. Like, yeah. So if you had a corner of a field, um, you were an owner of a field, whatever crop you were growing, you're required by the commands of the Torah to leave a corner for those who are poor, widow, homeless, uh, foreigners. Um, and, you know, you could leave as much of a corner as you wanted, but that meant that some of your product, some of what you produced, had to be given to the poor and the needy. And this is our way. I don't have a field in the sense of, uh, you know, not growing a crop, but, um, you know, God has allowed us to make money. And most of us uh, have enough food in our in our pantry and in our fridge and our freezer. Um, and now out of that overflow, uh, could we not, you know, at least help those who are in need? And so uh, the scriptures also talk about feeding those who are in need and helping the poor and the widow. Uh, so with that in mind, plus leaving the corners of your field, uh, this is our way of leaving the corner. And That's so good. Yeah, I can't take the, I don't have a corner that they can come to, so I have to take my corner to them. Now, what would you say to the people who might uh, question that? that there, a lot of these homeless people, they maybe they don't have an opportunity, but what about the other ones who just don't want to? Um, that don't want to work, that don't care, that don't have any desire. It doesn't. Sure. What does God say about the people who don't want to work? Sure, and there are people on the. So you know, it's a good question, great question. So there are people on the streets that have, that cannot work for, you know, like you mentioned that, and that maybe we have some also mental illness, um, but there are some people who can't, can't could work. Um, even there, I still want to help out. Um, um, you know. I don't try to get into the re I don't try to get into their story as to why they're there. Um, they are there, and so to me, it's like, look, I, they still need food, um, even if they're, you know, even if they're capable of working. Now we want to try to help people get a job and and you know work if they can. Uh, I think there's there should be efforts in those areas as well. But what I see on the streets is a lot of people that have mental illness, um, also have uh, um, you know drug their their difficulties working because they have drug abuse. Um, so there's there's a lot of work to be done. Trust me, but it's one of those things that um, you know I can't I can't go into everybody's situation and try to figure out why they're there. Um, I think what for me this was kind of personal too because um, I, I know some people that that are close to me that had relatives that were living on the street. And I look at it like this, everybody on the street is somebody's mother, sister, brother, they have family. And so um, I'd rather err on the side of, of helping somebody, even if they don't really need it, than I would then, you know, to not help somebody. So I wanna err on the side of, of, being a, of being a help if we can. And since we have the abundance, you know, I think we can do that. Um, yeah, so these homeless bags, if you can see, they nothing. Everything is is it's not it's imperishable. So, I have been keeping about three of these in my car at a time, um, and namely or mainly because I have three kiddos, and so. But unfortunately, where I drop off the kids for school, there's um, a lot of people experiencing homelessness around the kids' school, and so not every day, and not not every week even, but we've we've probably handed out nine bags so far, and that means that each one of my kids have handed out 
about three bags. And so when we see someone um, walking along that you can just tell it needs something to drink or something to eat, this has been a way that I can literally pull my car over and I'll talk to the kids about it. And and I'm always with them. We walk up and we say, you know, and, and the kids are, it's such a good like jumping off point. It's they're less intimidating, maybe uh, more receptive to receiving something from kids. They come up and say, here, would you like something? And um, not all of the time, but it's just been a good conversation starter of anything. And I, I'm not good at this all of the time, but the Lord has really been teaching me, especially after I, I walk away, like, what could I have said? What could I have done more? The Lord just says, has prompted my heart to say, so how can I pray for you? Is there anything that I can pray with you about? And they may say yes or no, or this or that. And that is an opportunity to just stop and to just, you know, if they'll let you just lay hands on their shoulder and just pray for them. And, um, and, and if the opportunity arises and it has not yet for myself or my kids, but opportunity arises to share the gospel. So also in these bags, the other church that Rabbi Brent works with the youth there, am I right? Yes. The youth will put in um, a little card. I don't necessarily see it right offhand in this. It's probably in the middle, but a little card that says, God loves you. Jesus loves you. A verse, something like that. And, um, and also I think with the name of their church. So if they wanted to, they could have a contact person some someone to connect for maybe further help and so yeah and some of the other ones that we did and we didn't do it for this but we need to do better at is putting uh we put a little pocket new testament in some of them mm. as well so we got to work back at doing that because I, you know i want to feed both body and spirit so um it's not just feeding the body but you know what this does ultimately i think is it keeps me compassionate and realizing hey look you know god has been good to me and to most of us and so He's provided us with food, clothing, and shelter. And rather than just turning a blind eye to the hundreds, maybe in the thousands in this area, um, we'll keep an open heart to the fact that, you know, there's people out there with needs. Um, and if we were in the same situation, what we what would we want? We would want somebody to help us. Yeah. Um, and that's really the uh, that's really the key to this is that this is about compassion yeah. for those in need. Okay, so guys, keep staying tuned because we are gonna are, we do have another guest coming up who has done something similar like this, and so we're gonna hear from her experience. But we have one more thing to talk about with Rabbi Brent is that um, next month obviously is the month of April, and you know uh, Resurrection Sunday, Easter is a holiday that we um, as Christians you know we we look forward to celebrating with our with other believers, and we are. Are super blessed to have Rabbi Brent in the, in the week of Holy Week. He is going to be recording. We're going to be recording with him some teachings, about three teachings that we are going to provide for you online for you to check out before Resurrection Sunday. And um, a culminating event before Resurrection Sunday is we are going to get together as a church community. And and Rabbi Brent is going to lead us through the Seder meal. Do you want to talk to just just give a little, sure. a little bit of info about that? Yeah, I hope that some of you'll be able to join us and sign up on the Redeem. Uh, website for the Passover Seder on Thursday. It's uh, March 14th. And so April gonna, 14th. April 14th, excuse me. March 14th. Yeah. April 14th. And we're going to have a uh, Passover Seder here. And so uh, Passover really is the timing that uh, was divinely ordained for the death and resurrection of Yeshua. And so it's not by accident that his death and his resurrection and happened on Passover. So uh, Passover speaks to us historically about the coming of Israel out of Egypt, um, which then coming out of bondage. And so uh, a lot of other things that we're going to discuss 
related to the historical background and also what is the spiritual message that Passover brings to us? Uh, like I said, it wasn't by accident that his resurrection and death took place at the mm -hmm. time of uh, the Passover. So uh, hopefully you can join us in person. Uh, we'd love to have you here and you can sign up on the Redeem website. Yeah, it's going to be a beautiful meal. Yeah, we're going to have a great time. Now, how can we uh, get in contact with you and things that you're doing more than just... Uh... Sure. So uh, you can email me at Torah, T-O-R-A-H, the number four today at Comcast.net. Or you can call or text me at 253-973-0434. Either one, Torah for today at Comcast.net or uh, call or text at 253-973-0434. And I will hook you up. Uh, we want to continue doing the uh, homeless packs. We're going to continue being downtown at Urban Grace. And so um, either way that you would like to help us in person or financially, uh, we can always use your help and uh, we're gonna continue doing this because uh, this is the right thing to do and, and we need to uh, continue opening our hearts to those in need. Amen. Okay, hey guys, as you can see, we have a new guest to help us finish up this podcast episode on um, the homeless outreach that we feel honored to, to do. Thanks to the work that people in our community have a passion to do. And so as you can see, Elise, um, she, is a member of our church community and she has such a heart for serving others and so we wanted to have her on today because she did a project at her school that lasted several weeks and it was um a way for her to to minister to the homeless and so she's going to tell us a little bit about that but first let's get to know about who you are kiddo just tell us a few facts about you so um i'm 14 years old and i'm in eighth grade um, and I've been going to Redeem for about two, two years now. Mm -hmm. I do ballet. Um, yeah, she is a talented young lady and she just has a heart for, um, she has a heart for others and she shows it in her actions. And so tell us about the project that you did at school recently. So every year at my school, we do something called project fair and each grade the topic is different and in eighth grade the topic is community service okay and so out of all the projects i could have chose i chose to do homeless care bags because i did it once when i was seven but i only did it because i wanted to be famous and i thought handing out homeless bags would get me on the news so this time i wanted to do it even better and for the right reasons Oh, that's good. I mean, we do honestly see that some kid has this great idea to help others and it goes viral a little bit and they do make the news. And yes, that is super cool. But I know that God sees each of those situations, sees your heart in it. And so um, you said it was the focus was community service. Yes. Okay. And so for what I, cause I've just could not walking totally beside you, but hearing about it and little bits along the way, especially from your mom, um, Amanda, who, and by the way, fun fact, um, her parents are going to be leading the new marriage course at our church, um, coming up in May. And so they just are a wonderful family, but, um, Amanda got to fill me in on what you were doing. Um, at the beginning of the project, what was the beginning part of the assignment? Um, so first I had to actually be, sew the bags so that I could fill them. So and I did, but I originally did not know how to sew using a sewing machine, so I expected to be hand sewing all the bags. Okay. Um, but thankful, thankfully, my mom actually taught me how to use the sewing machine, and so then I sewed um, twenty bags, and. 
Okay, and so what what did you put in the bags? Uh, I put things like shampoo, conditioner, body wash. I put Bibles, socks, hats, blankets, scarves. I put um, imperishable, imperishable foods. I put can openers to open mm-hmm. the cans and a lot of other stuff. Yeah, she really involved our community. She came... Um, they go to, you know, they attend our church services and um, one night she came up on stage and she got to talk about the, the things that she needed. And so it really invited people in our community to donate money so that she can go and buy the supplies or they came in and brought uh, hand bags full of a, an individual item. And so she really involved our church community and, and friends and, and people in her family to um, to do all this. So it's not just your family buying all of these materials, right? So you really involved others. And so then you made the bags, you filled the bags, you filled them up. Okay. So then the middle part of the project is when did you go and did you have to go and hand them out or how did you get them to people? Um, my dad was not very excited about this, but we got in the car and we filled up all the bags in the trunk and, uh, we just drove around Tacoma for Crest Lakewood university place and we just go by any shopping center that mm-hmm. we found, and we would just drive around. If we saw a homeless pe- per- person, we just stop on the side of the road and just hand it to them. Did you do you have a, a a story you'd like to tell about any one of those experiences? Did any experience with the with someone stand out? Well, so I have a, I have a pretty good story. So there was one that it was a couple. It was husband and wife, um, and. I just handed them the bags because I gave each person a bag and they were, she seemed like, because the wife was the one who came over to my, to the car and she seemed so grateful and Mm -hmm. so happy. And she was like, oh my goodness, honey, come over here. Like she was so, so grateful and so happy. And um, it just made me smile because. You could see the effect it had on her heart. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I can imagine it would be a really special thing to, if you were in need for someone to come and just provide that for you, especially a kiddo. Now, tell me about how did the community reach out? How did, how did that affect the things you're doing? And was it more? Was it less? Well, so the church. Without the without the church, I wouldn't have been able to do it because my parents said for the start, we're not paying for this. You need to you need to go out there and just find something that we can fill the bags with. So I decided to go to the church and ask for donations. And so actually my ending result for my board that I had to do, I actually dedicated my board to my church. Um, and so, like, I did a little church board and everything, so. Now, what kind of impact? Um, how many people did you get to hand out food to? Um, so, I made 20 bags in total. Well, actually, I made 21 because I had some extras, and so um, I put those into extra bags. And um, so, I handed out 20 bags in total and, well, 21 bags, actually. <laughs> so, that's at least 21 lives. So, you got yeah. to physically hand people to reach out to the community and these are all simple, in essence, things that we can do to, to help the community to, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's just, I mean, for me, it's so encouraging for someone your age to have their eyes and hearts open enough to be able to just, just go out there, you know, granted you're with your family, but to, to meet 
strangers to to take food to them and just reach out and it's it's very inspiring to me and i just i just like the idea that like no matter how small or how big the situation is like we all have a chance and opportunity to change people's lives right change change the world one person at a time and uh i just think that's really cool yeah okay and so what did you had to create a presentation board i saw a great picture of that um it looked like you got a blue ribbon award does that mean that you basically nailed it you aced it okay Uh, what did you learn after just from this entire experience um so one thing i put in my report was one kid can make a difference and before doing this project i thought that that saying wasn't legitimate at all. But I realized mm. that if we can, if we do really put our mind to something and really work hard at it, it, it can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing is, um, homeless people aren't any less valuable to God than you are. And I used to think total opposite of that. I used to think that homeless people were like a little less than people who were not homeless and after this project i realized like most people are not le- any less valuable to god than you are yeah yeah what what advice would you give to anyone who is um maybe struggling with i'm just one person what can i do what advice would you give to someone who has a heart for reaching out to the homelessness in our area the only thing i would say is definitely do it for the right reasons mm, that's good yeah, do it for the right reasons. Don't do it for yourself. Do it for others. <laughs> I love that. And I kind of wanted, as you were talking, when, like, what difference can one person make? I'm just seeing when a young person dedicates themselves to do something like this, the difference also is in, it sounds like, has been made in you. Yes. yes. And that is probably just as important to the Lord, too, um, as how it it. it it grows us, grows each person in the scenario. So anyway, um, for each of these podcast episodes, we like to have a verse for our guests. And so Brian has a verse for young Elise. All right. So we got Matthew 25, 35 and 40. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me in. Truly, I say to you, did I, did it, and truly, I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it for me. And like, this is just a it's just a straight picture of of the word of God, of what he calls us to do, of going to places. And it, it, it inspires me. I mean, I've done things like this before in the past, and I, I, I do it too far and in between. And you know, working in Seattle a little bit, you get to see this stuff and on a daily basis. And it's just so exciting that we can get people this young um, to go out there and, and do these things and boldly, boldly go into these communities despite fear and anxiety and just knowing what Christ says to, to do it for the least of these just as you are doing it for him. So... Lise, we just thank you so much for your heart. We thank you for coming on and telling us about your project. We um, look forward to just seeing what the Lord is going to be doing in you as as you get older. And you have a new project, it sounds like, every year? 
yes. is a different theme every year. It's a different theme. Yeah. So just look forward to um, seeing what the Lord does through you. And so thank you so much for coming on and telling us about your project. It's really in line with what um, Rabbi Brent and other community members have done with these bags, just maybe some different items. It sounds like the sewn bag part was a really special touch. Yeah. Adding, a, Yeah, that was really lovely. They could reuse that again. And, um, and so I think um, what we would love to just express here is that these bags are super simple to put together. In fact, in the comment section, um, we are going to be listing some of the products that you can buy. If you're interested, go on to Amazon and buy these things in bulk. You can also just buy um, maybe a gift card and, um, and we, someone here at our church can buy these items in bulk and um, then drop them off at the People's Plaza in Lakewood um, anytime between Tuesday and Friday. And so there's an opportunity coming up for about 50 bags to be um, assembled. And um, the men, when they get together to do the, have the men's breakfast coming up, it's the first Saturday of every month we're starting that. The men, it takes, you know, with light hands, uh, many hands make light work, right? And so we're going to be doing kind of an assembly line. And so all of the products that we receive for these bags, these homeless kits, the men are going to be assembling them together. It'll take five minutes. And then these bags are going to be handed out at um, Compassion Connect, which is an upcoming volunteer opportunity if you're interested it is um april 9th and um all of the information about compassion connect is listed uh, on our church website but essentially we are going to be joined together with a couple of other churches um also this organization called compassion connect and that we're going to be um offering uh, medical services um uh, dentistry services, uh, if, if massage, um, uh, haircuts. If you have a talent, if you have a skill that you would like to offer on that day only, April 9th, then uh, please sign up and tell us what you can do. If uh, Or if you would like to just come and be a person there to assist what other people are doing, we need security. We need people to hand out these um, bags. Anybody and everybody can show up who need these free services. And so... Um, Again, in the comment section, if you are interested in becoming involved with this uh, particular outreach that we're doing, then see the product list. If you're buying buy these uh, products in bulk, drop them off, and then they'll be assembled. Or, obviously, if one person can do this with her family, if you love, the, love this idea, then get together with your family and friends, fill up a Ziploc bag or a bag that you can make or leftover bags from around your house with imperishable items, get together and just um, go and find uh, an area in our local community. And I know people will be blessed and, and grateful for just receiving potentially something that, that, that is their food for that day and, and, this, and toiletries to, to help out for that week. So um, we have a couple of other announcements um, that Brian would like to give. All right. So... Um... <laughs> Redeemed Church is having a women's event March 25th. That's a Friday at 6.30 p.m. And I assume child care? Actually, or, no. no. Child care is unavailable because it's okay. Friday night and we're thinking maybe the... the Men. Men will take nice, care nice. of the children. All right, so we got that going on. We're going to have uh, sign-ups online. You can go to redeem.church. And then we also have Kingdom Come Prayer Night, 7, th 7 to 8.30 and that's going to be a Wednesday night um, worship prayer. Um, it's the first Wednesday every month. And uh, as we all know, prayer is such an important part of, of what we do. And as we put 
God and thinking of him and worshiping him at the first and foremost of everything we do. We just need to uh, make sure we come together as a body, one accord, lifting up this church, lifting up this community and everyone in it, and uh, just just wait to see what how God moves and, and where. And it's just such an exciting time. And we also do prayer right before uh, church on Saturdays at uh, five o'clock. So if you guys want to come join us then as well. And then a very, very exciting, uh, we have uh, Brent's Thursday at... Uh, um, it's at the People's Plaza, the Passover meal. So please sign up for that. And then finally, we are going to be um, holding our Easter, our Resurrection Sunday service here at People's Plaza. Um, that's going to be a, such a great time to be able to be in our new building on a Sunday morning. As you know, we've been meeting at Olympic View Baptist Church on Saturday nights, but we will be here yeah. on Easter Sunday. Um, okay, so that's it for today's episode. Um, it's uh, Again, it's our first series, that we're, first episode we're doing in this outreach series. And so we've listed several pieces of information, and we are going to be sure to um, include those in the comment section for, for however, whatever, wherever on social that you are listening to this podcast episode. So check that out and um, check back uh, next week. We are, Again, we're in the middle of a Roman study. It's been awesome. We are learning a lot. And next up is Romans 8. So again, thank you, Elise, for coming on. Thank Thank you, Brian, for co-hosting. He's my Ganyma Outreach Series co-host. And so we just um, pray that you all are, um, that you all are plugging into the word and you are staying in prayer. And if you have a heart for um, the outreach, doing any outreach to those experiencing homelessness, there is a way to to help out. And so we hope we would love to hear about that. Okay. So I will see you guys next week. And if you do have any outreach that you guys are doing, that you are working on, that you're a part of, uh, bring it up to us. Help help the church get involved with things that you guys are doing and help us push it out and get get everyone involved in these things. And uh, yeah, just just go with God's good grace. And this is uh, such an amazing time. Awesome. Okay, guys, we'll see you next week. Much love.